welcome everyone and welcome to the Vince and Bill podcast. Hey, hey, it's good to be with you, brother. Oh man, this has been something I've been looking forward to for a long time. And today, Vince, we actually have a very special guest. We do. We have Kathy Rosario, the the, uh, Gateway City Church Communications Coordinator is with us today. Say hi, Kathy. Hi. (laughs) Now, Kathy is here because she's the reason why we have the ability to even make the podcast work. And it's also it's also especially helpful because our vision for the podcast is that every time we get a chance to have someone preach, whether it be Vince, whether it be me or Jeff or maybe even a guest speaker, uh, we want someone to be able to ask some questions that could kind of allow the speaker to go into some details that they might not have been able to get to during the sermon. And so this works out perfectly having Kathy here so she can ask us some questions that will allow us to kind of expand on what we did today. Yeah, so the one thing that that hit me, Vince, you talked about this at the very end of the sermon, about how you have been praying for the police officer. Mm. And that was was good. Really good, and I I thought really brave. (laughs) Yes, yes. Well, I debated on whether or not that would be something that I should share. Um, But I think it was a struggle, a struggle for me. It's interesting because I didn't even really remember his name. Bill and I were talking the other day. His name is Derek Chauvin, and uh, I couldn't remember his name. He is honestly a nameless person, and and I think it's a difficult work of praying for those that are, we may view as enemies, or mm-hmm. is an enemy, or that's done something incredibly cru- cruel. And so, um, yeah, that's the challenge. And so I felt like just needed to put it out there because um, I have been praying for him. So. Yeah. yeah. And it is interesting that stuff like this actually kind of makes other passages uh, start to jump out, yep. especially when Jesus says, pray for those who persecute you, uh, love your enemies. Uh, we are so removed from that being a part of our reality. And yet I think as Vince brought that out, it kind of brings out this other thought of, whoa, now I understand a little bit better the extreme measure that Jesus is calling us disciples to have when it comes to living a kingdom life. Uh, That really, even when someone has done something that has deeply offended our conscience, that that's someone that we need to pray for. That's someone that Jesus would stand by mm-hmm. and try to minister to as evidence as uh, the thief on the cross, yep. uh, as evidence uh, with other examples throughout. It's really the interesting. Gospels. You bring up the thief on the cross. We were talking about this earlier because we don't know what exactly the thief did. We don't know what other things the thief did, but he was definitely, he's known as the thief on the cross. Someone that Jesus you know remembered yeah and i love the fact that all we know about him is that is in his own estimation yeah he deserved what he was getting exactly now now you know you're pretty guilty when you're like no i deserve the worst torture that has ever been known to man exactly i deserve to be on here yeah you know pretty pretty amazing great question though kathy yeah the other thing that uh that that hit me when you guys were were talking was i was thinking about I've been kind of wrestling with this passage because we did talk about it at staff a little bit. Right. And um, one of the things that I thought about was, you know, in my mind, the Samaritan has always been somebody who he's, he's going down the road and it's, it's just him, you know, it's this random empty road. But when you think about it, 
there were probably other people on the road, but the Samaritan had no thought at all about how he would be perceived in, um, you know, by, by the people that were going by. Obviously, the priest and the Levite did, yeah. but the Samaritan didn't care. Yeah. Well, that is, that is, yeah, that's an interesting point. Um, I think one of the things that I, I didn't say today that uh, I thought about prior was that uh, this man was left with no dignity. Uh, the man who had been stripped of his clothes and left with no dignity, dignity at all. And uh, that the, what the Samaritan is doing is um, taking a big risk, mm -hmm. you know, taking a huge risk of helping someone that he doesn't know, uh, someone that is pretty undignified and frankly could bring down his own status. Mm -hmm. uh, so I, I'm, I'm super impressed. I mean, obviously it's a great story, but I, I'm just moved when Jesus calls us to be those people willing to help those that frankly even may hurt our reputation a little yeah, bit. Yeah, absolutely, so. absolutely. You know, and it is interesting that in their culture, uh, this first century Judaic culture, to see a man's ankles was yeah. considered disgraceful. Yep. Uh, mm -hmm. Which, you know, think about that when you think about Luke 15 and the, the father running after the <laughs> prodigal. You saw a little bit more in his ankles when he did that. Mm -hmm. yeah. But, but if, if that was, if seeing a man's ankles was considered disrespectful, what would it be if a man was robbed of his clothes? Yeah. Mm -hmm. The disgrace, the dishonor. I mean, even as uh, Jesus carried his cross, that was one of the things that uh, Simon from Cyrene, you know, had to face that he was actually about to be uh, yoked with someone that was being disgraced because he had no covering. And so I think one of the things, as, as Vince alluded to, that really makes the Samaritan so outstanding is that he provided covering, which I think is a great way to think of, well, how do, how do I make that jump from the first century world to the 21st century world? Yeah. Well, in our dialogues with one another, as we start to find that safe place to share, really, we just want people to feel covered. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. in here, there is no disgrace or shame in what you're feeling. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, this is how we can give dignity to what people are going through. That's exactly right. Cool. Um, both of you affirmed in the sermon today that you know that what he did is true kingdom work, mm. and uh, it's this is this is what this is worth um, uh, repeating. But how would we do that in the church today? What would that look like for us now? That's great. That's great. You know, one of the things that I think Vince and I are all about is that one of the th one of the hopes for this podcast is that we want this to be something that will equip that will give people, I could take this and now lead a Bible talk with it. Um, but when we talk about kingdom work, it's, a, it's really another way of saying, this is how we become cross-shaped in everything we do. Mm -hmm. You know, as disciples, we recognize it's not enough just to be a part of, but we're a part of the kingdom of heaven. Yeah. But really what we're looking for is we want to bring what is in heaven right down the earth and the only way to do that is to act like the king yeah mm -hmm. uh kingdom work is that place where we stop doing the common sense things mm -hmm. and start doing the things that only jesus would call us to do mm -hmm. yeah i think that's a good point i think you talk about the cross i mean it, you know the, the, the difficult work is being formed into the cross a cruciform mm -hmm. being formed into uh, into who jesus really is 
what Jesus was really about. And uh, that's a tough work always for us. It's not just to um, get more education about who Jesus uh, is, preach. but it's more formation um, Amen. into who Jesus was. And so this is the difficult work. And, and this, this is the opportunity for us to be more formed into Jesus, who he is, what he did, what he was teaching, which is why the, those closing words there are powerful. Go and do likewise. Amen. Okay. Well, thanks, guys. You're welcome. This was great. And thanks for listening. Uh, we're hoping to do this after every sermon uh, coming up. We're so grateful for the opportunity to extend the conversation to start asking questions that'll give you something to wrestle with, with your small groups. And if you're listening to this, we want you to join and make sure you're an active part of a small group and that you're having great discussions because it's not about education. No. It really is about formation. And that might be our tagline for this podcast yeah. <laughs> for, the, for the rest of the, the rest of the season. <laughs> Thanks so much for joining us. Yep. And Go we'll see you next time. Looking forward to seeing you next time. <laughs>